0: الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه ومن تبعهم باحسان الى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء اتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم شرر محدثاتها وكل محدثه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل في النار اما بعد السلام عليكم الله my dear brothers and sisters we begin to start the tafsir Quran the exegesis of Quran and it's a great honor for you and great burden on me. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide me and help me to not to speak without knowledge. Because Quran is the best speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah nazzala ahsan al-hadith. Ahsan al-hadith, the best speech. Kitaban mutashabiha beautiful, each ayah gives you beautiful meaning in a different way, and this Quran, it's a water for the heart it's a catalogue for your life and it's a GPS toward Jannah it shows you where to put your step the one who holds it in their heart they become a people of Allah, Allah takes care of them especially. Rasulullah s.a.w. said, Ahlul Quran, Ahlul wa khasatuh. I knew people who they were sentenced for 20 years in prison just because they realized they were Hafat Quran. Their, sent- their sentence were reduced to five and they were let out. People make mistakes, but Quran gives you status in this life and enrich your heart. In a way, you could not imagine it. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Law hadha ala jabalin, la min Allah. If we gave or put this Qur'an upon the mountain, we would have seen this mountain tremble and shake from the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when you hold Qur'an in your heart, and you understand the exegesis of Qur'an, the tafsir of it, you have to act upon it. Because Qur'an, حُجَّة إِمَّا لَكَ وَعَلَيْكَ Okay? It's an attorney, it's a, a proof, either for you or against you. Qur'an guides you in this life. Qur'an guides you in qabr, in your grave, when you die, it becomes a light for you. It guides you when you resurrect there in on day of recompense. It comes and reassures you. You know, what Rasulullah said, "Alayhi <laughs> salatu Hadith hadithin sahihain." He says, "Yati suratul Baqarah wa al Imran al Qiyamah an Baqarah and Surat al Imran come in a day of judgment. They vouch and they defend. The person who learned them, act upon them. What about the whole Qur'an? So it's a great honor and it's a guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be able to come, clear your intention, make your intention that you get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just reciting Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention. Uh, uh, Rasulullah Wasallam says in hadith, he says مثل المؤمن الذي يقرأ القرآن كمثل الأترج ريحها وطعمها طيبان The example of believer who recites Quran is like a some sort of orange. The smell of the cover is beautiful and the taste is sweet and nice. ومثل الذي يقرأ القرآن وهو ماهر به فَهُوَ مَعَ السَّفَرَةِ الْكِرَامِ الْبَرَرَةِ The one who is really eloquent and good in reciting Qur'an is with the highest people in Jannah. Okay. Then at the end of the hadith he said وَلَا أَقُولُ أَلِفْ لَامِيمُ حَرْفٌ I don't say alif-laam-mim in Surah al It's one letter. وَلَكِنْ أَلِفٌ حَرْفٌ وَلَامٌ حَرْفٌ وَمِيمٌ حَرْفٌ وَالْحَسَنَةُ بِعَشْرِ يَمْثَالِهَا just reciting the Qur'an, kalamullah subhanahu wa ta'ala, say alif laam Mim, you get 30 rewards. What about learning the tafsir, of exegesis of Qur'an? And Rasulullah Wasallam said, مَجْتَمَعَ قَوْمٌ فِي بَيْتٍ مِن بُيُوتِ اللَّهِ يَتْلُونَ كِتَابَ اللَّهِ وَيَتَدَارَسُونَهُ Anyone, any gathering in masjid, that they sit, they recite the word of uh, Kalamullah subhanahu wa ta'ala Quran and they learn it illa except things happen to them huh Allah's mercy would cover them yeah angel would surround them wa subhanallah wa 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 Tranquility would would befall on them and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would uh, uh, mention them within uh, best of his creations which is Malaika. And uh, Quran is Kalamullah and is preserved and there is no mistake in Quran at all. People before and now they try to find fault in actual wording of Quran but they couldn't because Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Quran inna nahnu nazzalna adh-dhikra wa inna lahu al-hafidun it's upon Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala to preserve Quran but what they fo- find fault in in the exegeses of Quran that's why learning the exegeses tafsir of Quran according to al-sunnah wal-jama'ah and who they are rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and his companion uh, and three first three best generations so if you learn that, nobody can misguide you. No one at all. And this book is for, uh, the author is Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, huwa al-shaykh wa imam al-awhad al-bari' al-mutqin, imaduddin, abu al fida ismail ibn al-khatib, ibn Abi Hafs, Umar ibn Kathir, al-shafi'i rahimahullah wa radhi'an. Ibn Kathir, Rahimahullah, he has many books as you know. And uh, he was one of the blessings and one of the virtues of Sheikh Al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah. He was a student. And uh, he was not Ash'ari. He was not Ash'ari because Ash'ari's claim that he's Ash'ari. He's not. You can't be Ash'ari and 10 years study from Sheikh Al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah. That doesn't work. It's like an oil and water. At all, it doesn't work. For fact, uh, one of the latifas, that two sons of Ibn Al-Qayyim, they used to, you know, have a laugh with him and, and, and uh, wind him up sometime. And they he used to tell them, I know you do that to me because I'm Ash'ari. You know? And he didn't mean these Ash'ariyas. And they said to him, if all your body was shar, because Ash'ari Linguistically, it means the hairy one. So if they, they told him, if all your body was hair, nobody believes you are on the upon the belief of ash'ariyah because you are students of Sheikh Al Islam Ibn Taymiyyah. Nobody believes that. So this Sheikh, Rahimahullah, he has a book called Tafsir Ibn Kathir. Imam Ahmad Shakir, Egyptian, he lived in fifties and he was a muhaddith. Great. He he uh, researched that book and summarized it. And he named it Umdatut Tafsir Mukhtasar Tafsir Quran Azim Quran Azim al Hafiz ibn Kathir Shahmad Shakir. And he uh, uh, researched all the hadith from it. And Sheikh starts by saying, Alhamdulillah, he'll be if Tata Hakitabahu will Alhamdulillah, he'll be alameen, Maliki, Arrahman, Rahim, Maliki, Medina, Alhamdulillah, he'll Alhamdulillah alamdulillah, Anzala will be alamdulillah, he'll be alamdulillah, قيما لينذر بأسا شديدا من لدن ويبشر المؤمنين الذين يعملون الصالحات أن لهم أجر حسنا ما فيه أبدا وينذر الذين قالوا اتخذ الله ولدا ما لهم به من علم ولا لآبائهم كبرت كلمة تخرج من أفواههم يقولون إلا كذبا وفتتح خلقه بالحمد فرس الله سبحانه وتعالى he start his book with what is the hand? Hamd is وصف المحمود بالكمال مع المحبة والتعظيم Alhamdu is describing describing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he is complete with love and glorifying like you say when you say to someone I thank you it's not a hamd I thank you for what you did. This is madh. You praise him, but alhamd. You praise him and describing Allah subhanahu wa taala with complete, beautiful attribute with love and glorifying. Like you say, Allah is great. I love him. That's why I thank him, and it's ultimate thank for Allah subhanahu wa taala. Alhamd, nobody can say, no, you can't, you can't, you can never say to someone, I ultimately thank you, because you're great in every way. No, he's not. You're good at something, you're bad at something else. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's complete and great in everything. That's why you say, Alhamd, Alif lam, Yufidu, al Alif lam Like, for example, you can say to someone, I thank you for what you did. But you, ne- you can never call him, you can never say, Al-hamdulak, with alif lam. It means when you say alif lam, it means I thank you for everything. That's only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why you can call someone Hamid. Because you can never call him Al-Hamid. Al-Hamid is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You can call someone Majid, but you can never call him Al-Majid. Get it? Barakallahu fikum. So he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, start his book, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Then he also, uh, where he, where he uh, want to talk about Quran, that he has no faults in there, in Surah Al-Kahf. Alhamdulillahi alladhi anzala ala al kitab walam yaja'allahu iwaja. He talks about it, that Quran has no uh, deviation or it, it cannot astray you from the uh, right path. Then he uh, reads three ayats with it. Then Sheikh says, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because he's deserved to be praised ultimately, he started his creation with the word Alhamd. Alhamdulillahi, Alladhi khalaka samawati wal ard, wa Ja'ala al ثُمَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا يَعْدِلُونَ Praise be the one who created heavens and earth. الحمد, الحمد, there are so many الحمds that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention in Quran. We going to read a few more ayahs that uh, in, the, in the beginning Sheikh mentions uh, رحمه الله Then he said الملائكة حافين مِنْ حَوْلِ الْعَرْشِ يُسَبِّحُونَ بِحَمْدِ ربهم. يسبحون بحمد ربهم وقضي بينهم بالحق وقيل الحمد لله رب العالمين. Also when Allah wa ta'ala he sealed his ayah where he talks about أهل الجنة وأهل النار. وسيقى الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا إِلَى جَهَنَمَ زمرة. then he said الَّذِينَ اتَّقَوا إِلَى رَبِّهِمْ زمرة. at the end what did he say? وترى حافين مِنْ حَوْلِ العرش. then you see Allah described Day of judgment that the angels surrounding the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yusabbihuna bihamdi rabbihim azim a'la azim they say huh? because he's they saw what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did how he justly divided people of jannah from the people of hellfire that's why he has the ultimate alhamd ultimate you you, you, uh, attribute the ultimate thankfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then he says also uh, again Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is thanked in a day of judgment because he brings out so many people from hellfire that they they deserve to be longer also so many people that they were deserve to be thrown to hellfire with the intercession of rasulullah sallallahu and the believers they will be uh, uh, preserved and taken to jannah and they don't deserve it and on top of everything you should always know that none of you your action is iwad it means it's a cost for for you to go jannah you can buy jannah no but your action it is the reason for you to be granted the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that grants you Jannah. Even Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said it himself. He said, لَن يَدْخُلَ أَحَدُكُمْ عَمَلُهُ الْجَنَّةِ قَالُوا وَلَا أَنْتَيَ رَسُولُ الله sallallahu alayhi wa sallam When I make mention, name of Rasulullah sallallahu sallam, say sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because he said, أَلْبَخِيلُ مَنْ ذُكِرْتُ عِنْدَهُ وَل Miser, the stingy the bakhil is the one who i my name is mentioned to him and he did not say sallallahu alaihi wa sallam so even him he said wala ana even me illa ni allahu birahmatin minhu wa fadl so udkhulul jannata bima kuntum ta'malun ibn al-qayyim said people uh, some he said some ignorant and 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 some disdainful people thought that bima kuntum is a iwad. It's like cost of something you paid. No. Because you did the good action, that granted you the mercy of Allah. Because only the ni'ma and the blessing of one eye, Wallahi we could not repay all our lives. All our life. One one breathing. Don't breathe for three minutes. See what happened to you. If you have a millions of millions of pounds in front of you, yours, well, if I stop you for five minutes breathing, you would give me all that just to move my hand from your mouth. When you choke on something. So you can never repay Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just be grateful, be thankful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most merciful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is generous. He will grant you his mercy. So Sheikh keep continues bringing the ayat and a hadith upon uh, in his uh, introduction, and he brings some hadith. He said, We will come to Surah al fatiha Be patient, insha'Allah. Because you're going to stay in Surah Al-Fatiha for a while. Surah Al-Fatiha is generally the whole meanings of Qur'an is in there. Sheikh Ibn Uthaymin says, after he explained Surah Al-Fatiha, Rahimahullah, when you hear a name of scholar, when you hear a name of sahabi, you say, anhu. when you hear a name of tabi'i or any other scholars, you say, Rahimahullah. This is their right upon you one of our Mashaykhs subhanallah, he never, ever, missed once. as far as I remember, and I was dead, he reads these tafsir, Ibn Kathir, but the bigger one, without Mukhtasar, Shaykh Yahya bin Uthman al-Mudarris, rahimahullah, al abadi, each time he comes to the, uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he used to say sallallahu he comes to Sahabi he comes to tabi ulama rahimahullahu he never misses because this is their right their right upon you barakallahu fikum Qatada Qatada ibn Di'am nazala fi al sabab nuzul quran is revealed for some reasons some of them are stories for us to learn from some of them because someone said something someone asked one question okay some of them because someone done something they don't know the answer to so some were uh, revealed on the way in the desert some in Mecca some in Medina some in Tabuk in near near Syria now near Jordan end of Saudi in the East. Uh, So, Asbab al-Nuzul is depending on the place, on the time, on the situation. Okay? What's your name? Ibrahim. Ibrahim. Focus, Ibrahim, yeah? Barakallahu fiku. Because this age you're in, you're like a sponge. You put it on the water, it sinks in everything, pulls everything in. So focus, yeah? Barakallahu fikum. So, ذي سيد نزل في المدينة من القرآن البقرة آل عمران والنساء والمائدة وبراءة يعني توبة والرعد والنحل والحج والنور والأحزاب ومحمد يعني سورة القتال صلى الله عليه وسلم والفتح والحجرات والرحمن والحديد والمجادلة والحشر والممتحنة والصف والجمعة والمنافقون والتغابن والطلاق uh, all the surahs that I mentioned, they were revealed in Medina. And the rest of it in Mecca. The rest of it in Mecca. All the ayats you see from those uh, narrations that talks about what you're looking at. You're writing. Focus, please. Time of writing will come, inshallah. I tell you, write this, write that. All the rest of the surah were revealed in Makkah, called Makki. Especially the one talks about Day of Judgment. Qiyamah. Why? To increase the iman of Sahaba. You know, to build their faith, to show them what's prepared for you there and what's prepared for disbelievers are far more greater than what you endure in now. So be patient. So those uh, sewers of Makki is to build the foundation of Sahaba. The number of the ayah of, of Quran is six. 000, uh, 6 thousand ayah. ala and he's talking about the numbers some of them uh, the, the scholars were uh, have uh, different opinions about it barakallahu fikum then sheikh comes to al-fatiha Surat al-Fatiha, why is it called Fatiha? Anyone knows? Iftataha Allahu bihi kitabah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala started the Quran with Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Why is it Fatiha? Because you begin your salah with. And Fatiha is Rukun min arkanis salah. In your prayer, If you do not begin after the Takbiratul Ihram, this is also, if you don't say it, your Salah is not valid. And if you do not read Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, the whole Surah properly, your Salah is not valid. Last wise, what is the proof of that? Anyone knows? Hadith, who knows the Hadith? And who's the narrator? Arabic. There is no salah. لم يقرأ بفاتحة الكتاب. حديث به لا صلاة لمن لم يقرأ بفاتحة الكتاب. So the one who reads something else, if they are excused, they don't know how to read at all. It's different matter. But generally speaking, you have to read Fatiha. And you have to read it in Arabic. You can't say in the name of Allah, the, the, the beneficent, the merciful you can't say that at all you can say that in normal call normal talk but you cannot say that in Quran you the language spoken in Salah is Arabic Barakallahu fikum and Surah Al-Fatiha وَلَقَدْ مِنَ الْمَثَانِ وَالْقُرْآنَ الْعَظِيمِ سَبْعُ الْمَثَانِ is fatiha and we're going to read here inshallah. Because if I speak a lot without reading the book, then we're not going to be going through the book. Barakallah of you. al Bukhariyu fi awwali kitabit tafsir. <sighs> Wahya <sighs> makia <speaking> wa kila madania. wa kila madania. wa kila madania. Wahya makia nazarat maratani. Maratan bi <Hebrew> makka. Wahya makka wa maratan bi marina. Wahya wa ashbah. وهي سبع آيات بلا خلاف وإنما اختلف في البسمنة هل هي آية مستقلة من أولها كما هو المشهور عن جموع قراء الكوفة وقول جماعة من الصحابة والتابعين وخلق من الخلف أو بعض آية أو, أو, بعض آية أو, لا, أو, أو لا تعد من أولها بالكلية كما هو قول أهل المدينة من القراء والفقهاء على ثلاثة أقوال سيأتي تقررها في موضعه إن شاء الله وبه الثقة شيخ سيز in here, Ibn Kathir, that some scholars say it was revealed in Medina. Some say it revealed in Mecca. But the, uh, the strong opinion is it was revealed in Mecca. And because some of the scholars say it was the first surah that was revealed. And some they say it revealed twice. One in Mecca, another time in Medina. Because this surah was so great and it's so important. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed it twice. To make sure for people to give attention to it and to learn it properly. التفسير, Imam Bukhari said in the beginning of the book of Tafsir, the mother of the book. Why? Because it holds the great all general meaning of Quran in that surah. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. It talks about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is worshipped. Rabbul alameen. He, he is the khalik, wal malik, wal mudabir. He's the creator. He's the caretaker of, of, of the universe. And he is the owner and the king upon the qira'at maliki yawmiddin. Iyya ka na'bud wa iyya ka I'm quickly translating it for you so you understand why. Iyya ka na'bud wa iyya ka there's a book of Ibn al-Qayyim called al-Salikin بَيْنَ مَنْزِلَةِ إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ Very big book, just explaining these two ayah. And the, and the rank of people with these two ayah of Qur'an. إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ This is Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen ar rahmanir rahim This is Tawheed Al-Asma'i sifat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his name and his attribute. Iyaqa naabud ta' al ibada. You worship Allah alone. Half of the la ilaha illallah. You rely upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seek help and aid from Him alone. That is the other half of the deen. And the stories Sirat Alladen and Amta the path whom you guided, who minan Nabiin wa Suddiqeen wa Shuaday wa al-salihin wa hasan Ulay Rafiqa. These are the stories all of all the prophets before and what happened to them, how we learn from it. And the rank of people. This is Sirat al-Ladin an'amta alayhim, which is all the anbiya and the siddiqoon and the Matas and the salih and the righteous people. And whoever upon their path, Nor the one who you anger with, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Know the one, the one who is guided. So, he, subhanallah, he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that small surah, he let you know who he is, and who you worship, and who you seek in aid from. Most people these days, they seek in aid from grave. graves. They prostrate to people. They seek people, they seek help, and aid from those below. The ground not those above No, not that the one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala above everything and above everyone so that's why in this surah it's very great if you only learn this surah alone wallahi you don't need anything else so that's why it's called Ummul Quran because a whole detailed meaning of Quran comes back to this source Marja, mother is the one who everything returned back to sah that's why they call Mecca أم um, Qura, the mother of all uh, lands all villages BarakAllahu الله فيكم أيضا الفاتحة we said because we uh, begin the book with لأنها تفتتح بها و, وافتتحت الصحابة بها كتابة, uh, كتابة المصحف الإمام بالسبع المثاني قالوا لأنها تثنى في الصلاة فتقرأ في كل ركعة وإن كان المثاني معناً آخر غير هذا كما سأتي بيانه في موضعه إن شاء الله روى الإمام أحمد عن أبي هريرة عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أنه قال في أم القرآن هي أم القرآن وهي سبع المثاني وهي القرآن العظيم ورواه ابن جرير أيضاً بنحوه إمام أحمد ناريتد تاكنت أبو هريرة from uh, the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, who called a fee Ummul Quran, he a Ummul Quran, where Sabul Mathani. This is the hadith, prove that Fatiha called Ummul Quran called Subal Mathani. Barakallahu Fikum. What I will have with Abu Bakr Ahmed Ibn Mardawi an Abi Hurairata, called a Qararasullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Alhamdulillah, he Rabbil Alameen, Subal Ayat, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Idahunna. وهي سبع المثاني والقرآن العظيم وهي أم الكتاب وفاتحة الكتاب وقد الدار دار قطني أيضا عن أبي هريرة مرفوعا بنحبه أو مثله وقال كلهم ثقات ورواه البيهقي عن, عن علي وابن عباس وابي هريرة أنهم فسروا قوله تعالى سبعا من المثاني بالفاتحة وأن البسملة هي آية السابعة منها فضل الفاتحة بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم آية from the surah al-fatiha or not scholars have two two different opinions some of them says yes it is that's why you see some reciters when they uh, lead Salah, they say bismillahir rahmanir rahim before they read I'm loudly right and some don't and uh, if 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 we make it short no one can tell off the other one the other uh, people of opinion because they all have predecessors, sahabas, but strongest opinion is it's not part of fatiha what's the proof of that hadith sahih muslim where prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said qala subhanahu wa ta'ala qasamtu qasamtu as-salata bayna abdi, bayni wa abdi, wa li 'abdi ma sa'al Faida idha qala alhamdulillah rabbil alamin ha qala حمدني عبدي. وَإِذَا قَالَ الرَّحْمَنُ الرَّحِيمُ قَالَ أثنا عَلَيِّ عَبْدِي وَإِذَا قَالَ إِيَّاكَ مَالِكِ يَوْمِ الدِّينَ قَالَ مَجَّدَنِي عَبْدِي So where Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was- was- was said hadith, narrates Hadith Qudsi from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Allah said I divided prayer between me and my slave my servant when he says Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Allah says my servant my servant praised me he attributed to me i attribute and 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 the, and the and the praise with love and he glorified me then when he said ar-rahman ar-rahim athna, alayhi, my my slave again my servant praised me more when he said Ma, maliki al-tamjid huwa you're repeating the praise upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it becomes majid extra so here the proof he did not mention bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that hadith Rasulullah did not mention bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim shaykh ibn Uthaymin said this is the clear uh, evidence that Fatiha uh, Bismillahi Bismillah rahmanir rahim is not part of Fatiha. Although you see Ahmad Shakir here, uh, Sheikh uh, Ibn kathir here, even is uh, on, on the Hashiya Sheikh Ahmad Shakir would, would, would have a different opinion here and and, and would would argue that uh, uh, Bismillahi Bismillah rahmanir rahim is part of Fatiha, and he brings uh, many opinions of, of of Sahaba. As we said, this is the اختلاف وتنوع وليس اختلاف وتضياد. This uh, a Variant different opinions It's a, a difference of uh, Variations It is not a contradictions Because both upon evidence And doesn't change The meaning Barakallahu So it's okay Fadlul Fatiha The virtues of Fatiha Rawal Imam Ahmad An Abi Saeed Ibn Al-Mu'alla Until now Is everything clear? Yes? What is your name? Isma'il, Masha'Allah, Ibrahim or Isma'il? Your brothers, right? What's your name? <laughs> Khalid, your Abu Sulaiman. That's your nickname. Khalid ibn Wanid his nickname was Abu Sulaiman. Barakallahu fikum. So, rawa al-imamu Ahmad and abi Sa'id ibn al-Mu'alla, because Tafsir ibn Kathir, he depends on narrations from the companion from rasulullah sallallahu alaihi it is not this exeges tafsir it's not based on, I'd like to mention the names of major acts of worships in arabic so we know it tafsir is tafsir exeges of quran when we say salah siyam we don't say prayer when we say sujood rukoo let's learn it in arabic it's very important because these are players, pillars of Islam. Very important act of worship. Let's get used to the Arabic word uh, meaning for it. Until they become international inshallah. Barakallahoufikum. Anhu radhiallahu anhu qal kuntu usalli. I was praying. Fada'ani Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam falam ujibhu. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam called me. I did not uh, reply to him. Sallaytu fa ataytu. I finished my salah. I came to Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, فَقَالَ مَا مَنَعَكَ أَن تأتيني. What? Stop it. Look, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he's so beautiful, and his etiquette is so, so uh, high. He never judge and bash hammers on people's head. What made you do that? Ask questions. Don't have bad assumptions. Don't judge people. Just ask. What made you do that? What made you late? What was the reason? Maybe they have a legitimate reason. Maybe they have forgotten. Don't judge them. Don't shout at them. If you're a parent, don't make the slippers go to them. And if you're a brother and sister, be merciful, listen. Maybe they have a reason. Maybe they've forgotten. Anas ibn Malik said, I came out, Prophet sallallahu Alaihi told me, he sent me for an errand. He said, I came out, I saw children playing. I want a joint. Completely forgot about what he asked me sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said he came back he said uh, i sent you to where where he said i forgot ya rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said he never said anything to me at all i forgot child forgets adult forgets so always be patient have have patience barakallahu feekum qala qultu ya rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam inni kuntu usalli i was praying qala alam yaqul allah ta'ala ya ayuha allatheena amanu and this is a specialty of Rasulullah even if you are praying, if Rasulullah وسلم, called you, you terminate your salat and salat go to him because of this ayah. Allah said in Quran, he, he talks to believers. if Allah and his and, and his messenger calls you, calls upon you. لما يحييكم it means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger they always call you for what's reviving you what gives you better life better solution don't turn your back to it even if you pray go towards it لما يحييكم he didn't know that من المسجد I will teach you the best surah in Quran before you leave the masjid قال الحمد لله رب العالمين سورة الفاتحة قال فأخذ بيدي فلما أراد أن يخرج من المسجد قلت يا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إنك قلت أو عني مك أعظم سورة في القرآن قال نعم الحمد لله رب العالمين هي السبع المثاني والقرآن العظيم الذي أتيته رواه البخاري والنسائي وابن ماجا والواقذي an abi saeed ibn al-mualla an ibn ka'b fa nahwahu so another narration same thing rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught him this surah and it's the a'dhamu surah in al-quran and what is the a'dhamu ayah in al-quran what is the most greatest ayah in the quran ayatul kursi barakallahu feek ayatul kursi and what is the uh, the most great surah in quran Surah suratul fatiha that's why when the hadith uh, of abi saeed al-khudri where he he will make uh, mention in here where he went on a uh, exhibition with some Sahabas, and they become hungry at nighttime, and they were Bedouins there in in their uh, tents, and they went there and, and, and they asked to be to be taken as a as a guest. They didn't. The leader was very uh, hard-handed, and they they went and 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 and, and stayed. Uh, in one of those valleys close to there, and the leader got bitten by something. Aqrab. Scorpion went, gave him a lesson. And they came out looking for some for, sort of cure for the, for the leader. And they went and they saw the same Sahabas. They said, do you have anything that would cure our leader? Tribe leader. Abu Sa'id said I have. But I would not do it for free. I want 30 sheep, 30. As a punishment for him. Because. Hospitality of a guest. It's wajib. It's obligatory. Day and night. Day and night. Haq al daif In here. You go knock someone's door. Even if they are Muslim. Ask for a cup of water. First he think you're a thief. Or you break the door. You go in. He doesn't open the door. They don't look at you. It's wajib. It's obligatory upon you. If someone came. Ask you. For food. You have to give them. Unless if you don't have anything, which is not possible. You must, day and night, it's a al daif Haqq al is there right? You know? If you have no man in the house, don't let them in. Tell them, come back. This time, my husband's going to be here. Then you have to be hospitable and hold them, house them. It's so, ajib. So, he took the sheeps and he read fatha. On his head and uh, keep blowing on it until he becomes better. He became completely, fully better. R- returned back to Medina to Rasulullah. وسلم, and Rasulullah وسلم, said, How did you know it was a ruqiyah, cure, remedy? How did you know? So, Fatiha is remedy. Ibn al Qayyim says, When I was in Mecca, he was from Damascus, then he went to Mecca. He said, my, my herbal medicine uh, uh, was, was away from me. He said, I was surprised of the effect of Surat Fatiha when I was becoming sick reading upon myself. So if you learn the Surat Fatiha, know the meaning. Why do you think if someone reads Ruqyah upon you, you become better? Someone else reads, doesn't work. It depends on both of you. How sincere and how much belief the one who's reading, the raqi, have upon the one who's reading and how much belief the one who's been read on have and trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's all depend on that. So it's important to learn it, to believe in it, to act upon it. Wallahi, no matter what sickness you have. You put the hand on there, read it seven times, blow on it, it will go away. Not now, after two hours. We've practically seen that. It will go away. People, 100 years before that, there were no damage remedies at all. Or ruqya. Ruqya is important. Barakallahu fiku. So, Quran, Surah Al Fatiha, it's a ruqya. But remember, something is important that you to know. There is no such thing that people do this bid'ah. They go somewhere, Al Fatiha. They get up, Al Fatiha. Give Fatiha to these. Give fa- I give him Baqarah. I give him Surah al zazala Why is it Fatiha? Where is the evidence? Where is the evidence? Yes, read Fatiha on shif- uh, as, as, a, as a form of shifa upon him. And don't rub it on your face. Rub it on his body. He needs the Fatiha. He rubs his hand on his own face. So these are not from the son of Rasulullah sallallahu Leave it. Use it. Utilize it for the right reasons. Barakallahu fikum. وقد وقع في الموطئ الإمام الإمام مالك بن أنس رحمه الله ما ينبغي التنبيه عليه فإنه رواه مالك بن العلاء ابن عبد الرحمن بن يعقوب الحرقي أن أبا سعيد مولى ابن عامر ابن كوريزن أخبرهم أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم نادى أبي بن كعب وهو يصلي في المسجد The one he called صلى الله عليه وسلم was أبي بن الكعب أبي بن الكعب One of the three people they were the most knowledgeable of Quran that's why Umar عنه, in the time of his Khilafah He made him A imam in Taraweeh Ubay ibn al-Ka'b Especially one surah Was revealed for him Anybody knows what surah which surah that is? Anyone? Abdullahi Which surah was revealed for Ubay ibn al-Ka'b I remember this Amun sitaha Surat Al Bayna Surat Al Bayna and the story na'am Asr? daqiqa and the story about that of the surah surat Al Bayna Ubay says that uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam called me and says uh, ya Ubay uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this surah for you And he says, read it for Ubay. And uh, Ubay says, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned my name. He said, yes, he mentioned your name. So he was so special, this Sahabi. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specially revealed one surah for him. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ubay was busy with Quran all the time. And Sahaba, they were Arabs. They were pure Arabs. The exegesis of Quran, no need for it, No needed for them. They understood for two reasons. One, they understood the language. Secondly, they un- understood the obedience of Rasulullah sallallahu No questioning. You give Hadith to someone, there is different opinion. That's, that becomes trend. Subhanallah. You tell him, it doesn't harm him if he follows and obeys. It benefits him. But no, he becomes argumentative. And that is an attribute of shaitan. Obey ya, Obey, taslam. Obey, you'll be safe. Wallahi, your din will be safe. Oh, yesterday, I, I, I saw someone and I gave him hadith. Authentic hadith. And I even gave him the name of the narrator. And where it happened. He said, in our mother bin Maliki. I said, akhi, what Maliki are you talking about? First of all, this is not in Mu'ta. Malik did not mention it, I know. Secondly, I'm telling you Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa at least have the courtesy of not mentioning that front of me, Ibn Abbas in a time of Hajj. You know, we have three time of uh, three types of Hajj, right? Al-ifrad al-qiran al Ifrad is when you have intention and you have no, you have no uh, sacrifice and, and, and uh, you, you, you uh, from people of Mecca you go hajj you don't do uh, slaughter Quran is where you bring your slaughter with you from Medina, from Iraq, from anywhere else okay what, what's the difference between Tamattu and Quran Quran is when you do Umrah you don't do Tahallul you don't take your clothes off and, and wait for the uh, uh, Ayam tarwiyah Ninth day, uh, eight, ninth day to go to Mina. You don't change anything, you're still in the Haram. Tamattu' is you go there, then you do your umrah, perform umrah, then you get changed, you put normal clothes on, you go to your wife, and normal life. Day of ninth or eighth, you go to Mina, then you go to Arafah. So Rasulullah he said, he said, If you are not for, I have already brought my slaughter. And I marked it. I would have done tamattu. So Ibn Abbas said. Rasulullah To some sahabi. Where all the great sahabas. Uh, uh, grand uh, sahabas. Passed away. Ibn Abbas became mufti. Because he studied from all of them. Okay. Some sahabas there. Or some people there. They said. Abu Bakr and Umar have different opinion. Abu Bakr. And Umar. They are not. Someone like any other. The best people after prophets is Abu Bakr and Umar. After all prophets, the best people is Abu Bakr and Umar. And Prophet said, regards to them, إِنْ كَانَ min مِنْ fa فَأَبُوِ بَكْرٍ وُعُمَرٍ If there were prophethood after me, because he had the seal of prophethood, his prophethood was sealed behind him, it would have been Abu Bakr and Umar. Yet, Ibn Abbas said to them, you, going against the word of Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam with the word of Abu Bakr and Umar, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my rain stone upon your heads. And now you bring a hadith to people. You tell them, one said, I'm, I'm Hanafi. The other one said, I'm Maliki. The other one said, I'm Shafi'i. Ya akhi, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the 300 years after that, none of these people had their opinion. Abu Hanifa says to uh, his students of Yusuf, Waila, woe to you. Don't write my opinion. Today I say something. Tomorrow I hear another hadith, authentic. I change my opinion. Now, Wallahi, I went to masjid. They have a, they have a post today. We are on Hanafi school of thought. We don't accept any other opinions. Keep your mouth quiet. Ya Allah. where is it in? Why can't you be Muhammadi? At least you have an excuse, from of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you follow the opinions of Abu Bakr or Umar or Uthman or Ali because these are four caliphs that Rasulullah made wasiyah told us alaykum sunnati wa sunnatul rashidin al-mahdiin min addu alayhi bin nawaj hold on tight to them yes sahabas but not others don't be tribalist don't be blind follower we love our imams they are our imams I take their opinions but they are not infallibles they are human beings They scholars, some things, they miss some things. They're not complete. They're not prophets. So they make mistakes. They're excused for their mistakes, but you, it's not for you to follow their mistakes. If they are allowed, they are alive, they would tell you off a lie. Don't follow my mistakes. But now people do, and cause division. 800 years, they were praying in Haram, Makkah, five Jama'as. Five Jama'as of Madahibs, they were not, under one imam, subhanallah, they were not marrying, from each other, some they do, takfir upon each other, those madhahibs, wallahi, still in India, someone like me, if I'm from there, go there, wallahi, in some masajid, our sheikh told us, Sheikh wasiullah, of haram Mackay, he's from India, he said, they called Indian police, Hindu police, for some brothers saying, ameen loudly, he said, the Indian police were confused, yeah, that's what they do. Allahumma Musta'an. Subhanaka Allah. Bhamdikillah. Yeah. Yeah. Adulillah. Wa tabiillak. Time To be like time of Allah, Alhamdulillah. Sallallahu ala 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 Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, Rawa al-Imam Ahmad an-Ibn Jabir, qala, in tahaytu ila Rasulillah sallallahu alayhi Wasallam sallam, waqad ahraq al-ma'u faqultu as sallallahu alayhi Wasallam sallam, falam yarudda alayya, qala, faqultu as-salamu alayki sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, falam yarudda Ibn Jabir says that I uh End up with Prophet of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And I gave him salam, greeting, and he did not reply to me. And I repeated three times, he did not reply to me. Qala, فَانْطَلَقَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, يَمْشِي. Then he went walking. وَأَنَا خَلْفُهُ حَتَّى دَخْلَ رَحْلَهُ And I'm following him until he entered his... Uh, 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 10 ودخلت أنا المسجد I I I went to, uh, to the Masjid فجلست and حزينا I sat very upset very sad الله الله وسلم, three times I gre- greeted me didn't answer me فخرج صل الله, الله عليه قد تطهر فقال عليك السلام ورحمة الله وعليك السلام ورحمة الله وعليك السلام wa rahmatullahi three times he replied to his salam. Thumma qal ala ukhbiroke ya Abdullah ibn Jabir. Abdullah ibn Jabir ibn Haram. Abdullah Abdullah ibn Jabir, is another sahabi. No, Jabin Abdullah ibn Haram. That's different word. Bi khayri suratin fil Quran faqultu bala ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Qala rabbil alameen. وقد روى البخاري أبي سعيد الخدري قال كنا في مسير لنا فنزلنا فجاء جارية فقالت إن السيد الحي سليم وإن نفرنا غيب فهل منكم راقن سبحان الله وإن نفرنا غيب فهل منكم راقن فقام رجل مننا أزعيس منشل الحديث uh, that, uh, Abi Saeed went and read, read Fatiha upon his head and, uh, the man become better. And Imam, uh, Sheikh Albani Rahimahullah, stop, focus, focus. Don't do that. Our Sheikh in uh, Haram, Sheikh Mohammed Abu Qadr Arous, uh, if we just did what you did, he used to embarrass us on a microphone of Haram. Yeah. And if we smiled, He'll kick us from the lesson. Yeah. He, say, he has no shame. He he laughs at the uh, uh, present of hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Very, very strict. No muswak. No fixing your hat. Focus. Barakallahu fikum. And uh, this hadith, what we learn from it. We learn from it that reading Fatiha upon yourself or upon someone else with the intention of cure, it's a cure. Okay, and uh, in Shaykh Albani explained this hadith. He said because people generalize there now, they they, they made a business. They go, they have prices, and uh, and they they uh, in uh, because Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to Abu Sa'id, he said, "In the khair ma alayhi uh, uh, al-mala Kitabullah. He said the best thing that you, the most deserving that you get reward for, and take money for is Quran. And the reason for that was for Ruqya. Not for the one they go, they take Quran and they they read in people's houses. In four hours, I did one khatam, gave me 200 pound. That's what they do, I've seen it. They go to people's houses, they read Quran, and they say barakah. They call it barakah as well. How do you know it's a blessing? It might be poison in your throat. Taking this money from these people just because you read some uh, fast-reading Quran there. We don't know how many mistakes you made. They take money, they go and they. But if people reward you for something you did and you didn't ask for it, it's okay. It's fine. But they huggle, they they, they bargain. And Sheikh Albani said it's not allowed. It's only allowed for ruqya. And uh, Abu Sa'id, even because Sahabi, they were all honorable, they would have never bargained with Quran. But he wanted to punish him, to teach him a lesson guests come to you, be hospitable. That's why he said, 30 I want. Took it from him. So if it's permissible, it's permissible for ruqiyah. Not those, those raqis, what they do. They have a speaker's one room, and they bring women, they sit down there, and they have a conversation with shaitan. Come out, I'm not coming out. Come out, I'm not coming out. Come out, come back afternoon. What is this? They have conversations. And, and, and they touch the female, and... and and they make the female crazy more. The jinn is cra- the, the 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 jinn is from the time of Sulaiman alaihissalam, and he talks. And this is not what Sahaba did. We are not more pious than them. We are not more knowledgeable than them. They were jinn on those times too. Sometimes it's a psychological problem. And it's, I have a jinn. I saw a brother, long beard, mashaAllah. I see him praying jama'ah in masjid. I have a Yahudi jinn, he said to me. Yes. I have a Yahudi jinn. How do you know he's Yahudi? Why do, why do you believe it? So these things, leave it. Ala Allah. Seek protection from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Keep your wudu, read your adhkar, dhikr of morning and evenings, you know. Uh, protect yourself with Quran. Read surah Baqarah in your house every three days. These are all protection, that protected Sahaba, so protect you too. Don't go and follow all these raqis, they make you lose your mind more. And it's a very great business for them. And some of them are very clever. I don't want money. But he has a half a kilo of sugary honey there. Next shop, his brother's shop, he sells it for 100 pounds. Yeah, you must buy these and two CDs of my Quran. That's how he makes business. SubhanAllah. And it's dangerous, it's haram. Sahaba didn't do that. Companions, we should leave it. Barakallahu fikum. So, we're Muslim Sahihi Nasa'i fi Ibn Abbas in the Sallallahu Alaihi صلى الله عليه وسلم was with him, Gabriel heard a sound that the قَدْ أُوتِيتَهُمَا لَمْ يُوتَاهُمَا نَبِيٌّ قَبْلَكَ فَاتِحَةُ الْكِتَابِ وَخَوَاتِيمُ سُورَةِ الْبَقَرَةِ وَلَنْ تَقَرَ حَرْفًا مِنْهَا إِلَّا أُوتِيتَهُ وَهَذَا لَفْظُ النَّسَائِي وَرَوَى مُسْلِمٌ عَنَ أَبِي هُرَيْرَى عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من صلى صلاة لم يقرأ بها فيها بأم القرآن فهي خداج ثلاثة غير تمام the first hadith that uh, صحاب, the Sahab the Ibn Abbas said he says uh, we were with messenger of Allah Sallallahu الله Wasallam, الله with Jibreel, he looked up he looked up Jibreel said this uh, angel came down and door never opened before, it opened only for you, and you are given something, no prophet before you, were given is Surah Al-Fatiha, that's how great it is, and Khawatim Surah Baqarah, آمن الرسول بما أنزل إليه من ربه والمؤمنون, these two ayah, لا يكالف الله the one who's reading it, after Isha, before they sleep and they go to bed, it's enough for them, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, it's sufficient enough for them for that night in protection, in reward from Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala, So he was granted these two ayah and Surah Al-Fatiha. And uh, they asked Abu Huraira that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, whoever performs salah and he does not read Surah Fatiha, fayye khidaj. These, these, uh, uh, salah is disparaged. It's not accepted. He three times uh, because uh, it's a pillars of salah. You have to read it. And he said, Abu Huraira, the, he was asked by companion, his students, we are behind Imam. He قَالَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ I mentioned قَسَمْتُ بيني وبين بَيْنَ عَبْدِي نِصْفَيْن I've divided salah between me and my slave into two uh, 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 parts he said اِقْرَأَ فِي نَفْسِكَ what does that mean اِقْرَأَ فِي نَفْسِكَ there's a dispute amongst scholars different opinions what they say in terms of reading Fatiha in a salats of no loud salats, which is Maghrib fajr Nasr, you read Fatiha. That's obligatory. And the other any other surahs you read or any other ayats you read, it's nawafil, voluntary. You don't have to read it. But in Salat al-Jahri, do you read Fatiha or not? Where where Maghrib Salah. Uh, do you read Surah Fatiha? Ismail? Huh? What about Imam? Imam read it. Do you still read it, Ibrahim? Or oh, you don't read it because Imam's reading it? Huh? You don't read it. What about you, Abbas Suleiman? Huh? No, what do you do? Yeah, what, what do you do? Maghrib Salah, you pray Salah, right? When Imam read Fatiha, what do you do? You just say Amin and keep quiet? Then what do you do? Read. read what? Fatiha. Okay. Barakallahu fikum. So, in Salat al-Jahri, because of this hadith of Abi Huraira, which is uh, in Sahih Muslim, يَقْرَوْهَا فِي نَفْسِهِ قِرَاءَ لَا تَكُونُ إِلَّا بِالْلِسَانِ Recitation only is with tongue. في نفسه it means he reads slowly. And there is three opinions of ulamas about the way you read it. Some, the one of our shaykh, Shaykh Rasulullah, that he says, I have not seen any other evidence for uh, any way of reading. Ibn Uthaymin says, there is opinion of where the imam reads dua istiftah, Allah bihamdikur, or, or, or Allahum ba'ad bain Bani khatayak, where they begin the salah, Allahu Akbar, you read dua istiftah. In that time, he said he can read Fatiha before Imam starts to read Fatiha. And some, he says he can read in between, where he says, amin. There's a, uh, a Sakta there. He can read it then, there. Our Sheikh says, No. He reads it with Imam. Imam says, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. You say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Imam says, Ar Rahmani Ar rahim you say, ar rahman Ar-Rahim, Maliki, Yawmidin, so on so forth. And you don't say, Ameen, before Imam. A lot of people, they hear, فَإِذَا قَالَ الْإِمَامُ الضَّالِينَ, you say, Ameen. No, you have to leave Imam, say, Ameen, then you say, Ameen. Because there's another narration. فَإِذَا أَمَّنَ الْإِمَامُ فَأَمِّنُوا When Imam says, Ameen, then you say, Ameen. It's not one hadith you make decision of Sharia. It's all the hadith you gather. It. They complete each other. So the opinions that our Mashayikh is on is that you read with Imam Salatul jahri Because of this hadith and the hadith of Abi Huraira. Our Shaykh and Mashaykh Imam al-Bani is on opinions of that you don't read in a Salatul jahri The loud salats. And they both have evidence but to be in a safe side read it. Read it because there's another hadith. Some muhadithun they say is authentic, some others said it's not authentic. The hadith that Rasulullah says, do not read behind me unless with Alhamdulillah. Do not recite anything in a loud salah. And is that clear? Understand? Understood? Any question with regards to that? And with Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, we said, it's always, uh, there's two opinions about that. They both are, uh, we have uh, predecessors, Salafs, Sahabas upon those opinions. Some of them, and some of them are not. So it's okay, both sides. The one who reads it, you can't tell off, tell them off. The one who doesn't read it, you can't tell them off. Barakallahu fikum. But the opinions of, uh, uh, that we own from our Mashaykh na'am, Yes, yes, yes. And uh, we, there's a hadith, inshaAllah, we would come to it, which is that Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, taala uh, I divided salah that you perform between me and my slave. وَلِعَبْدِي abdi masal, And I will grant my slave what he is seeking and asking. فَإِذَا قَالَ الْحَمْدُ Thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Praise be Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of Universe. Let's come, uh, I don't want to go before the exegesis of Sheikh because Sheikh still have not reached Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim in here. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Qalallahu hamadani abdi When you say praise be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Lord of Universe, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's a name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nobody throughout the history was named by this name. It's alamun ala Allah. Sign that leads you to the creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alam, it means sign. As you see the flags, each flag of country you see represents the country, right? So Allah, his name, is referred under sign that leads you, refers you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator. Alhamdulillah, we said hamd, where was hamd? Wasfu, describing and attributing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wasfu, Allahi bil kamal ma'al mahabbati wa You, describing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with complete uh, uh, with every complete attribute with the love and glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rabbil alamin who is rabb rabb huwa al khaliq wal malik wal mudabbir that definition of rabb he is the caretaker he is the sustainer he is the king and the owner of the universe Daleel. أَلَا لَهُ الْخَلْقُ وَالْأَمْرُ اللَّهُ خَالِقُ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ وهو عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَكِيلٍ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the creator of everything. الْخَالِقُ وَالْمَالِكُ وَالْمُدَبِّرُ Remember if you heard the word Rabb, رب", اللَّهَ رَبَّكُمْ وَرَبَّ آبَائِكُمُ الْأَوَّلِينَ huh? So when you hear, you remember he is the creator, he is the sustainer. He is the caretaker of himself and he is the caretaker of القَائ وَالْقَائِمُ عَلَىٰ خَلْقِهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala self-sustainer. He and he take care of his creations. So what's the meaning of that? How we benefit from it? All the all this inshaAllah in the next lesson we'll have it. Because this lesson we do the exegesis. The next lesson we tell you the الفَوَائِدُ الْمَسْلَكِيَةِ what you inshallah learn from what we uh, studied. بَارَكَ اللَّهُ فيكم. So, Rabbil Alameen. We said who's Rabb? Abdullah? Huh? Manuel Rabb? Al-Khalif. Al-Malik. Al-Khalif al-Malik al-Mudabbir. Al-Alamin. Who's Alameen? Everything that exists beside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything that exists, creation, beside Allah is Alameen. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the Lord. He's the sustainer. So you face your prayer, your supplication to Him, not to anything else, anybody else, neither prophets, neither angels, neither dead, neither saints, neither your your dead parents, neither the goat that they worship or the cows in India or subhanallah, the the, uh, Buddha in, in, in Japan, and whatever is in, in China, subhanAllah. These are the same sanan, same a, a sickness of before is inflicted upon us. وَقَالُوا لَا تَذَرُنَّ آلِهَتَكُمْ وَلَا تَذَرُنَّ وَدَّمْ وَلَا سُوَاعَ وَلَا يَغُوْثَ وَيَعُوْقَ وَنَسْرًا وَقَدْ أَضَلُّوا كَثِيرًا أَضَلُّوا who? These idols can't move. Shaytan. shayatin, al-jinni wal-ins. From ma- mankind and the jinn. They come, they say the saint. And the saint is not even there, nobody's there. Wallahi, one of the places, donkey was buried there. Donkey, mule was buried there. After they had dispute about the money and the flood came, they said we have to move the grave of Sheikh. Wallahi, they opened it. It was a mule there. Subhanallah, Shaitan plays game. Shaitan in those places. Makes noise. But it's, it's you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving you heart and logic to know. Look, anyone, subhanallah, if you look, when they need something, they look up. When they're in danger, they seek aid and help, they look up. So why are you asking people from underneath your feet? Why? And it's not something unusual. Allah makes mention in Qur'an, we will come to it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us in Qur'an, وَمَا أَكْثَرُ النَّاسِ وَلَوْ حَرَصْتَ بِمُؤْمِنِينَ The majority of people, even if you make sure Muhammad sallallahu they are not believers. Why? They يَشُوبُونَهُ بِالشِّرْكِ They associate, inflicted with deity and shirk in their action. And another ayah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, uh, uh, if you were to obey and follow the opinions of majority of people, yeah, they would they would misguide you from the path of Allah, they would deviate you. So the haq is always minority. Ibrahim alone was the whole Ummah. So the Rabb we said an alameen is us. And the jinn, us and the jinn, and there are no aliens. Barakallahu Fiku. So, Allah says, then replies, Hamadani Abdi. Alhamdu, we said, we explained that Abdi. And that's the beauty of Salah, and that's where Khushu comes. When you know that when you say, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replies. My slaves, my slave praised me. And when you say Ar Rahman Ar Rahim, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Athna Athna My son, my, my, my servant praised me even more. And Ar Rahman Ar Rahim, Ar Rahman, or well, in uh, grammarly transition uh, transaction uh, translation of english is the benefit the the beneficent and which is is that his rahmah his mercy reaches all his creations animals humans kafir muslim jinn inns all of us Ar-Rahim, the rahmah al wasila the mercy that continues especially for believers especially for believers in this life and hereafter. And these are two names, has two attributes. Ar-Rahma, the mercy, and Ar-Rahim. They both have attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that they are names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have Abdul-Rahman, we have rahim Sah? That's true. And we explained before, in Al-Asma'u Wa-Sifat, names of attributes, وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَةِ faduhu بِهَا وَذَرُ الَّذِينَ Who completes his ayah? في آياته. وَذَرُ الَّذِينَ في آياته. Leave the one deviates from the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Call upon Allah with his names and attributes. يَا رَحِيمُ ورحمنا. يَا غَفُورُ لَنَا يَا jabbaru. Uh, so, منتقى منتقى من so you call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by His names and attribute. So if you have this understanding while you're reading Fatiha, Wallahi, you would go to different worlds. You would not hear what's going on around you. Your salah, you'd have khushu' you'd have a fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because you know you indulging in conversation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you are supplicating to him and he is replying to you that's how you build khushu in salah not like the imam and that's true some of you might even laugh but i saw with my own eyes the imam prayed maghrib three rak'ah the people they said you pray two rak'ah he said i pray three rak'ah they said why how He said, first day, first Raka'ah was in shopping center. Second Raka'ah was collecting my rent. Third Raka'ah came home. He was not with Salah at all. And the same person next to him prays the same Maghrib. He knows the meaning and he knows Allah hears him. He feels the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with him. So his Salah, his reward are far more different than the other one outweighs. Barakallahu fikum. Then Rasulullah said, Athna alayya My my servant praised me. In one piraat is Maliki And he has a great meaning to it. Why some people might tell you if you're hafz, you can't say Maliki Take the opinion and throw it to the wall. Because Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he recited himself. So whatever he did, nobody can tell me don't, don't read it. Understand? You didn't understand? Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam read one time Maliki then recite another time Maliki So even although I'm reading after that, the the, the surah after that, I don't say alayhumu, I read Hafs So Quran, they say you're not allowed. But Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did it. I'm allowed. This is the opinion of Sheikh Ibn Uthaymin and many other mashayikhs. Barakallahu Fikum. So Maliki Yawmiddin, the owner of the Day of Recompense day of judgment why Malik why Malik Malik is the owner and the Malik is the king every owner everyone can own, own something you have a bicycle you have a scooter you have a car you're an owner but are you a king? no you're not so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not every owner king and not even ev- 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 every king is owner there are kings there they are just ceremonial they have nothing in their hands. The land they own, they cannot do anything with it. Even the king, it's mulkuhum qasir. They can't at They can't actually do anything with it. They can't uh, end it. They can't buy it. They can't sell it. They can not redo it. There's a protocols. Or haram and halal. We are slaves, slaves, slaves of Allah subhanahu wa taala. But Allah subhanahu wa taala his kingdom has no end and his kingship has no limit and nobody can question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala لا عما يفعل وهم يسألون so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ملك مالك that's when a day of judgment Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where he everyone dies only he will be left subhanahu wa ta'ala and he says لمن الملك اليوم Aina al-jabbaron Where is the tyrants Aina al-muluk Aina al-jababira What are they Nobody answers Liman al-mulk to whom belongs the wealth the property everything on the earth on the universe Lillahil wahid al Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So he's a malik yawm ad and malik yawm ad-deen He's the owner and he's the king Naam La, if ma, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if he say malik and he's a malik, comes with it. He's a king. Huh? So, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has the ultimate wealth and ultimate complete kingship. So, you can call your son Abdul Malik and Abdul Malik Al Malik with Alif Lam to complete and without an ending subhanahu wa ta'ala he said ma abdi At-tamjidu huwa extra At-tikraru fi al-thanah extra repeat a repetition of praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said Malik yawmiddin these three is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he answers you when نعبد وإياك نستعين قال وقال مرة إلي عبدي فاذا قال إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين قال هذا بيني وبين عبدي ولعبدي ما سأل, This is between me and my, slave, my my servant and I will grant him what he asked إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين in, in when when you say uh Ibrahim you alone going to come with me to the meeting what does that mean no one else or if I say Ibrahim come with me t- to the meeting that does not stop you and you to come with me too but i say you alone exclusively you so i say iyyaka <laughs> na'budu You alone we worship. We alone, we alone, uh, you alone we seek aid and protection and help and rely upon. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wal ibadatuhuna lillahi subhanahu wa ta'ala is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we worship. Al ibadah, we worship Him. Ibadatuhu dua, we call Him alone. By his name and his attribute. Ibadah salah. We pray our salah. Any act of worship we do, he has to have two conditions. One, sincerity. Sincerely you pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we explained before, you don't pray. Then you see someone coming, you sort yourself out more. No, don't do these things. I don't try. Shaitan tries to make you. But no. Say, la ilaha illallah. Continue prayer or salah. Try to be sincere. And the second one, condition, it has to be upon the path of Rasulullah sallallahu There is no doubt the people who they uh, make mistakes, they're not upon sunnah. They never ever doubt anyone's intention. It's not allowed. Intention, Umar said radallahu anhu, Amir al-mu'mineen, Nahnu nahkumu bil Wallahu yatawella s we We, we, we uh, uh, deal with matters from what we see and what we hear. Intention is between them and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So don't doubt people's intention. Always judge people, I mean their action. Upon their action, what they do, what they don't do. So al-ibadah, barakallahu fiqum Every act of worship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it has to have these two conditions. Wa iyyaka al subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is for those things that nobody can do apart from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your sheikh is dead. You cannot say, oh, ya sheikh, madad, help me. And when I tell you, why did you do this? He don't know the meaning of madad. Seeking help. He has no other meaning. Or your sheikh is in Medina. You close your eyes, you need something. You believe that he can hear you and aid you. Naam. Yes, sure, sure. Barakallahu So, you can, you cannot ask him. This isti'ana is shirk billah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is going to lead you to hellfire. Very dangerous. These people have these beliefs. They are afraid of their sheikh or so-called wali. He's in another country. He sent message to him, do these things, do that thing. If he doesn't do it, does not perform it, he's afraid that he can harm him. He's also shirked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But someone's here, I ask him, can you leave this with me? It's okay. Something you can do, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, Isti'ana, isti'ana bihi It's allowed for the things that you can do physically verbally it's allowed so it comes to and what falls under that every act of worship and you need to be sincere in those barakallahu fikum wa هذا بيني وبين عبدي ولعبدي ما سأل الله سبحانه وتعالى grants him also فإذا قال اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قال هذا لعبدي ولعبدي ما سأل اهدنا الصراط المستقيم Guide us to the right path Whose path? And where is صراط? صراط is a tariq, the path to follow. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he makes mention in Quran wa annahada subula an sabili. One day Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam draw a they didn't have a carpet, sand. He draw a line and draw uh, many other uh, uh, branches on the side side roads and he recited this ayah. وَأَنَّ هَذَا صِرَاطِ مُسْتَقِيمًا This is the path of Allah. right path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Through Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَلَا تَتَّبِعُوا السُّبُلُ Do not get deviated to those side roads. Otherwise you will be astray from the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So اَيْتِنَا الصِرَاطَ mustaqim صِرَاطَ of whom? Who? Huh? وَمَن يُؤْمِن بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِ فَأُولَٰئِكَ مَعَ الذين أنعم اللَّهُ عليهم. He said, سرَاتَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ The one you bestowed your blessing upon them. مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالصِّدِّيقِينَ وَالشُّهَدَاءَ وَالصَّالِحِينَ وَحَسُنَ أولاك So the path that we follow is a path of a And who's the followers of the prophet? صَدِّيقُونَ أَنْ First Caliph after Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa He is the Siddiq. And the evidence of that, وَالَّذِي جَاءَ بِالصِّدِّقِ وَصَدَّقِ بِهِ This is the ayah with regards to Abu Bakr, رضي الله عنه, قَاتَلَ الَّذِينَ يَسُبُّونَهُ وَيَلْعَنُونَ May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rain this curse upon those who they cursed them. And disparage of this great man after all, Messengers and Bia Salihun These are indeed great companionship to be with. So the righteous path, uh, uh, the right path anyone asks you, say is the path of prophets and salihun the righteous people's path. Barakallahu fiqum. Every prophet. Is a Sadiq. Every prophet is a Salih. Huh? They are righteous. But not every righteous a, a, a prophet. So this is one path, path of righteous people. عليهم, nor does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from, we seek refuge by you from the path of you which you bestowed your anger upon. <coughs> Who are they? The Jew. And nor the misguided one, Christians. But after the prophethood of صلى الله عليه وسلم, where he spread his message, and his message reached Yahud, reached the Christian, they were misguided. Because Yahud, علموا الحق ولم يعملوا به, والنصارى bil بالجهل. The Jews knew the haq, the truth. They didn't act upon it. But the Christians, they didn't know. They acted ignorantly. But that's before the uh, Prophet Huduf, sallallahu Alaihi was sent. After he sent, he was sent, he explained to them, يَا أَهْلَ الْكِتَابِ تَعَالَوْا إِلَىٰ كَلِمَةٍ سَوَاءٍ بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَكُمْ أَلَّا نَعْبُدَ إِلَّا اللَّهَ وَلَا نُشْرِكَ بِهِ شَيْئًا وَلَا يَتَّخِذَ بَعْضُنَا بَ so he debated with them. He called them. So they become knowledgeable too. So they are مَغْضُبًا عَلَيْهِمْ too. They also say even worse. Even worse. Why? Because in a Sharia al Yahud in their, in their shrine, that uh, was not allowed for them to follow any other prophets other than prophets of Banu Israel, And and they did not believe in nasr, where the prophet comes and terminates, replaces the other one. They did not believe that, but Christian believed that. They believed Isa came and he terminated the Judaism, and he was supposed to be the the, uh, uh, guide for Banu Israel. So Christian believed that, yet they did not follow Rasulullah sallallahu wa Huh? وَمُبَشِّرًا بِرَسُولٍ يَأْتِي مِنْ بَعْدِ اسْمُهُ أحمد. They had it in their books, they still have it. أَحْمَدٍ فَلَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ قَالُوا هَذَا سحر مبين. Subhanallah, when he came, and he called them upon this deen, and he explained deen to them, they said this is a clear magic trick. So they are more cursed, than the latter. Barakallahu fikum. We stop here b'ithnallahu al-kareem. And uh, also Allah said subhanahu wa ta'ala هذا لعبدي وليعبدي ما سأل And what is the difference between normal hadith narration from sallallahu alaihi wasallam sallam and hadith Qudsi? Do you know Ibrahim? Anybody else? No. No. No, first one, okay, second one, no. Normal hadith is a saying of Prophet that he says, Hikmah from the wisdom that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, uh, blessed him with because he filled his heart when he was young with Knowledge and Hikmah and, and Wisdom. You know, where, where, he, where they cut his chest when he was a uh, baby, a child. And uh, uh, another time as well they did that to him, where time of Isra'u Mi'raj. So Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi his narrations, it's explanation of Qur'an. But there's Hadith, hadith Qudsi, where Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala inspires Rasulullah Sallallahu wa Alaihi Wasallam, and he says it. And the difference between Quran and Hadith Qudsi, it's a few things. You can't recite it in Salah. You cannot uh, uh, read it like Quran. Quran. And you cannot read it for Shifa. Unless if it's the Hadith for for, uh, cure. And there are other uh, differences. Barakallahu feekum. I just wanted to explain that to you. And there are still people out here that they believe that Ahlul Kitab. What is the meaning of Ahlul Kitab? Can anyone tell Muhammad? Okay, Barakallah. Ahlul Kitab is people of that scripture before. No specialty to it. Does not make them Muslim. Does not make them enter right now after the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, because a lot of people now you hear from the news, you look, they say, oh the, the, the Ahlul Kitab, they have books, so they go to Jannah. Then why Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was sent? Why did he fight? Why did he fought them? Why did he, Why did he, uh, subhanAllah, get all these Sahabas to uh, go out in exhibitions and, 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 and die? Uh, under, under their uh, gates of their, their, their castles. Why? And why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لُعِنَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنْ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ عَلَى الْلِسَانِ دَاوَدَ وَعِسَى بْنِ مَرْيَمِ Why did He say, لَقَدْ كَفَرَ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ ثَالِ الثلَاثَةَ Trinity. Why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala قَالَتِ الْيَهُودِ عُزَيْرِ بْنُ اللَّهِ and 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 enslave uh, uh, and subhan subhanallah the most merciful man. If they were okay, no, it's not. Rasulullah sallallahu الله عليه وسلم said, "ما من يهودي ولا نصراني من آل هذه الميلد سمع بي ولم يؤمن بي إلا تخلى الله إلا كان من أهل النار." Among those people from the Jews and Christians, any other those uh, peoples, whoever hears me of me and does not believe in me illah, unless he is going to be a people of al fire the f- difference between Ahlul nar and people enter Al-Faya is big difference Ahlul nar is the disbelievers who never come out from me Ahlu Ashabahu the owner of that place they reside there but a Muslim who they enter al fire even their fires are different to those people they are different Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have more mercy upon them because because of their monotheism, tawheed. Of course, scholars they say they enter there and يومتحشوا, they become like coal and they get taken out, they put in a hayat. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not continuously torture them because they have a tawheed, monotheism. It's very important. Barakallahu. So it's important to know in the Dina Islam. We come to this ayah. We will we'll, we'll explain it because it has been explained wrongly, and uh, those ayat mutashabihad that they use, like the ayah of Surat Baqarah. This ayah, they say, look, Allah make, makes mentions of the Jews and Christians and the, and the, and the uh, uh, Sabi'as and they say they believe in Allah and a day of judgment there is no worry or, or fear upon them Allah that's uh, this ayah was revealed for, for who? Abdullah ibn Salam al an Yahudi and the, those who from Al Kitab and they become Muslim because they believed in Allah and the day of judgment before that they were, and when the new prophet came they got double reward. They get their reward twice. Abdullah ibn Salam was one of them. But now they want to portray and, and endorse in everywhere that Muslims are not the only one who enters paradise. They're not. Christians believe that. Christian believes if you if you if you are if you are not being baptized, you are not gonna enter the gates of St. Peter. Yeah, it's true. That's in their books. That's what they believe. That. Who believes they are the chosen people and they are the only one going to enter paradise? So learn your deen properly. And being non-Muslim, that does not mean you're going to harm anyone. Rasulullah lived with Jews and Christians in Medina and he bought from them and he sold them and he did transaction business with them. And they were his neighbors. They, he visited them. So being non Muslim, it means he's not upon your religion. That doesn't mean he has no right upon you. Of course he has. If he's your neighbor, he has every single right any other Muslim neighbours have upon you. But it's a scientific, academic thing that we uh, exegesis exeges of Quran that we explain. Barakallah.